Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you to our kickoff show for the Dr. Pat Show here on Awakening Zone. It is, uh, it is an amazing time for all of us. First of all, let me thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on for all the years that you have done this. Um, and the reason that this is so super important for us is because this is, by the way, uh, the 10th year anniversary of the Dr. Pat Show. That means that 10 years ago, on some strange planet, uh, someone offered me a radio show. And uh, I said yes, kept saying yes, and here we are. So in September, it'll be our 10th year for the first hour of radio that we've done. Um, and that started on, on uh, one of our sister stations, Voice America, 10 years ago when I dialed the wrong phone number. And here we are today. In January, it'll be our 10th year with our flagship station in Seattle. And today we're just thrilled to be adding uh, the Awakening Zone to our radio family and inviting all of you into our lives. You are so, so part of our journey. All of us here at the Dr. Pat Show want to thank you for all that you do, for how you tune us in, turn us on, and for the many, many ways that you show your support. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Tell us what you want to hear less of. And tell us just about anything you want to tell us. And that's because you're the best listeners on the planet. So I want to thank you for joining me here today. Great show. Great show today because I've invited uh, my friend and colleague, uh, Karen Hager, to join me here today. You know, this is something that um, I I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, When you come across uh, someone out there, anyone out there, that you connect with at a heart-to-heart level, then that is a sign that you need to really cultivate that relationship and understand the meaning of that heart connection. That's what Karen Hager means to to me personally and to all of us here on the show. You know, meeting someone like Karen and building a friendship or working relationship, a camaraderie, uh, is such a special gift in life. And so it's a real honor and a pleasure to have her join me on our kickoff show here today. Today's show is Clarity and Compassion. And what does that mean? Well, let me just say a little bit about this. If you're Karen Hager and you're someone that has been working with people all over the world to provide compassionate, no-nonsense, spirit-led guidance, then you get a sense that without clarity, uh, there cannot be a clear vision for where you're to go. And, and it's interesting that we get to talk about clarity and compassion 
because compassion without clarity is just this arena that we step into that doesn't really show us where the light is shining, where the light needs to shine, and where we can make adjustments to our own inner dimmer switch. Karen's joining us here today as one of the the world's leading intuitive uh, folks on the planet right now. Uh, Hit radio show, Out of the Fog, and um, is somebody that is recognized worldwide. You know, a couple things I want to say about her. People, People out there that tune into the show, all of you, you know who she is. Uh, for those of you that don't, you're going to find out who she is in a hot second. For many of you, you not only know who she is, but you cannot wait to connect with her. Um, Karen was just awarded the Conscious uh, Evolutionaries um, Chicagoland Co-Creator uh, Sector Award for Media. We are so thrilled for her in getting that. Uh, she's founder of the Foundation for Conscious Evolution. Uh, and um, this is this is what was presented to her by the founder of, of, of Foundation for Conscious Evolution, Barbara Marks Hubbard. And Barbara has been on the show. We know who that is. So this is not just about Karen stepping out into the world and doing a radio show. This is about Karen stepping out in the world and taking action on behalf of the rest of us. You know, to be given an award that is even remotely labeled Conscious Evolutionaries, is is huge but it's not a surprise it's not a surprise that this is something that folks out in the world our colleagues people that are in media have stepped back and said yes there are people doing extraordinary things and we're going to honor them karen welcome to the show it's great to have you here thank you so much. I love being in conversation with you, and I love hearing you introduce me because now my self-esteem has rocketed to a new high, so thank you very much. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the award. I, mean, I want to stop and talk about it for a minute because, you know, we don't take enough time to really honor people um, that are doing the extraordinary work in the field of consciousness and beyond. And And I wanted to ask you, I mean, this is a prestigious award for, for a lot of reasons, but most importantly, it is a well-deserved award. Tell us what conscious evolution means to you. Oh, of course. Thank you. Um, to me, conscious evolution means that with awareness, we move forward. We are always moving forward. I believe that we're never truly stuck. Even when we feel stuck, we are always, always moving. Conscious evolution means we are aware. We take responsibility for the changes for the better that we can create in ourselves, in our relationships, and in our relationship with the world. The way this award came about is I've had a, a little bit of a relationship with a group called Conscious Evolutionary Chicagoland, and they're one of the regional groups that are working with the Foundation for Conscious Evolution. That's Barbara Marks Hubbard's group that she founded. And I had the Conscious Evolutionary Chicagoland people on, on my show uh, a couple of times talking about um, what does it mean for the planet when we all get involved? What does co-creation mean? And then I was so pleased to see that that group had honored me for the contribution that I was making with Out of the Fog Radio to creating awareness all all over the world. I'm tremendously flattered. That award is going to, the award ceremony is on Wednesday night um, in Chicago. And um, it's, it is a tremendous pleasure to, and such an honor to be given that award. That awareness, Dr. Pat, that, that 
um, understanding of ourselves as agents of change in the world is so important right now. It's part of what I try to do with the show. It's part of what I try to do with classes. It's part of what I try to do when I work one-on-one with clients is help people come back to an awareness of who they are and what their path is because we really are able to make lasting, loving change in our lives and in the world. Uh, I think for for me, I think it's such an honor to have, first of all, have you on the show and, you know, and for you to be doing the work that you do is so needed in the world. I mean, it's really right in line with today's conversation, today's topic, you know, when we're talking about clarity and compassion. Um, And I want to talk about compassion for a minute because, you know, many people have a view about it. There are some people that don't even understand the word in terms of how we can bring that into our everyday lives. Because there are some folks, Karen, and I, I think that this is something that's really important to share with our listeners. Uh, you know, I don't know, uh, compassion, how much compassion did I have growing up a kid, growing up as a kid in the Bronx, uh, and just worrying about surviving on a day-to-day basis? Um, how does one step into that? What is the best source for us to tap in to the power of compassion? I think that 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 all good things in our lives come through our divine connection. That's our basic connection with source. We're spiritual beings in human bodies. And a lot of times we take that idea of compassion and we sort of project it outside ourselves, right? So sort of like the textbook definition of compassion, I guess, is um, having understanding for, having empathy for the suffering of other people, right? And, And as kids, a lot of times we are taught to show compassion, but maybe not to feel it, not to connect with it, right? So we know that it is wrong to do a certain thing. We know that if someone is crying, we should go over and put our, you know, hands on them or give them a Kleenex or, you know, do something nice. We know how to show compassion, but we often don't connect with that feeling. And the reason that we don't is that we're looking in the wrong place. We project compassion outside of ourselves, outside of ourselves. And then we come home and we go, wow, I gave all my energy to everybody else. I have none left for myself. Wow, I sure, you know, I sure helped that person through their problem, but where's the person to help me, right? And that leads to us being off balance. The way we connect with true compassion is when we start by feeling that love for ourselves. And I don't mean in a selfish way. I mean, we start to feel that sympathy with that alignment with our own soul path, with our own soul purpose, with our own divine connection, and that leads us to true compassion. We can't understand love or empathy or sympathy until we are connected with the love and the sympathy and the uh, energetic support that we receive from our divine connection. So there are a lot of people out there, I work with a lot of people who are feeling like they've done everything for other people. People are always taking advantage of them, right? Everything's a struggle, nothing good happens to them, and yet they're helping make everything good happen to other people. And when they call me and ask me, why why is this happening? What can I do about it? The most important thing they can do is let's step back and let's help you drop into your heart center. Let's step back and take a moment for you. And where's the compassion for you? How are you treating yourself in a loving way? How are you experiencing your life, being aware of your circumstances in a loving way, even if your life experiences are awful right now, are rotten, are painful? How are you experiencing that in a loving way? And when we do that, when we tap into that real compassion, our compassion for ourselves, then we can 
in a clean way, a generous way, an aligned way, move that compassion out to help other people in the world. It affects every aspect of our lives when we make that shift. You know, it's really interesting that we're talking about this because I was uh, I was chatting with someone yesterday. Uh, as you know, I do a little coaching here, um, especially on radio and branding and, you know, how to help people get their message out. And we were in a conversation about uh, how we step out into the world and how we do assist other people. And one of the things that came up was um, our Pay It Forward campaign. We did a Pay It Forward campaign about two years ago. And we're getting ready to redo that campaign, especially in conjunction with uh, our new website design. And and what's interesting is that um, someone said to me, well, that's not going to really help anybody. I mean, come on. You know, there are people across the country that are in so much pain. It doesn't matter what the stock market is saying right now. I mean, those people that have money in the stock market, they basically have been doing okay. But how about the people that lost their stock? How about the people that lost their jobs? Mm-hmm. Um, how about the people that are experiencing high bouts of depression? Um, antidepressant medication is... <laughs> That's the stock that people are, are, are buying stock in. But, yeah. you know, what I'm trying to say is they asked me the question, what about that? And I said, what about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was my response. It's mm-hmm. like, what about that? And, and you know, the, re- the reason I said it was we have lived through some extraordinary times, in, at least even in my lifetime since I've been here, but even before my parents, right? Why is it, Karen, that some people get through all of this, multiple world wars, poverty? Why is it that some people get through and you would never know where they've come from? And for the rest of us, it takes a lot more effort. It is always much harder to get through anything, whether that is a world war or it's realizing you can't find your car keys. It is always much harder to get through anything if you are out of alignment, if you are not taking care of yourself, if you are not tapped into your divine connection, right? Everything is harder. Your physical health suffers, emotional health suffers, mental health suffers, your relationship with other people suffers. Everything's harder. Good people who work as hard as they can will still feel difficulty moving forward in in any circumstance if they are not in that alignment, if they haven't tapped into their heart center, if they're still being distracted by all the energetic noise around them. Someone else who has a spiritual practice, who's tapped into that heart center, who is every day working on experiencing compassion for themselves as well as for other people. And we do this. It's not like you do it once and go, yay, now I'm compassionate. I'm all fixed. This is a choice we make with every breath we take. You've heard me say this before. With every breath we take, Mm -hmm. we can make a choice, right? Someone who chooses in the same bad situation, whether it's the world war or they lost their car keys, someone who's choosing compassion with every breath, someone who's choosing clarity, their divine connection with every breath, will go through those same horrible circumstances. And the circumstances will still be horrible, but they will emerge stronger. They have different tools to deal with that. They're coming from a place of love and not of fear. When we're off balance, everything gets fear-based, right? Whoa, where am I? What's going on? 
when we are aligned, we can come from love, mm-hmm. and that makes it that makes it much easier. That's the thing about generosity too. I was thinking about pay it, the Pay It Forward campaign. It's such a wonderful thing that you're doing, and it's and it is so needed. The thing about generosity is that true generosity, generosity, something that you give uh, cleanly, you give it clearly, you give it freely, is a wonderful way to move forward in business, in life, in anything else. Generosity that isn't really generous, generosity that you give because you think you might get something in return, generosity you give because you hope someone will see you doing it and think you did a good job, doesn't give you those same results, right? And one of the things about the Pay It Forward campaign that you're working on is that that is true generosity, cleanly, clearly, lovingly given, and that rolls on. That creates more and more and more of that. Uh, it's really interesting uh, about uh, paying it forward. And we have a caller we're going to bring on in a second here. Um, someone asked me, when did I first learn about the whole idea of paying it forward? When did I first learn about that? And, you know, I'm sure there were other times when I was younger that I learned about it. I mean, you know, we grow up and sometimes there are things that show up on our doorstep as a child that are passed on from our family. But here's an interesting answer I gave. Um, and people are asking me more and more questions these days as, as I start to be on the other side of the microphone. Uh, I said, you know how I learned it? I said, I was homeless at 17 in New York City. And I remember the people at the Port Authority in New York that would stand there and ask other people, do you have any change? And whatever the story was, do you have any change? I lost my wallet. I'm trying to get home. And that was that's my first time that I fully got the sense of pay it forward in a different way. I didn't know that that's what it was. Clearly, I was there asking for people for money. Uh, I didn't make up a big story about it. I said, honestly, my folks threw me out, and I don't have any money. And and I remember how when people walked by, they were very, very easily, easy to take a, a quarter, whatever that was they had, and throw it in my baseball cap, mm-hmm. um, my Yankee baseball cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I remembered, and at the end of the day, I looked at all the money that was in there. And I and I just cried. I mean, the, I share the rest of that story um, um, on our Pay It Forward site. But, you, you know, I was really struck by that. And it became so important to me that I became mindful of it for the rest of my life. I became mindful of when other people did things for me. And then the behavior that I saw helped me do other things for people. Now, we have a caller. So why don't we go to the phones, Karen? Great. Hi, Hi welcome to the Dr. Pacho. Hi, you're doing readings, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, my name is Carla, and I was wondering what you can um, tell me of what you're perceiving or anything like that. Hi, Carla. Um, welcome to the show. I do best if you have a specific question for me. Sometimes when people ask a very general question, like what's in my future, um, the okay. answer that I get is very general, like, you know, many things are in your future. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, how about career? Is there a specific area I can take a look at for you, Carla? <laughs> okay, career. Um, all right. So what you show me, Carla, with career is you feel to me 
they're giving me the, my guys are giving me the image of like if you have to like you have to hold up the whole building, okay? You're shouldering a lot right now in career, and I'm guided to ask you to please continue, please press press forward. I feel uncomfortable, and I feel like you've got a heavy weight on you. Would you please continue, please press forward? The time of lightening up is coming for you, so don't worry, just hang on here. You are not a stranger to difficulty, is my sense, and as you push through this, what happens is that you come to a place where there is a clearer, better understanding, not just for you, but for the people around you, of who you are and what you can do, all right? Are you holding up your job search, or are you holding up a job? Um, I have, I work for myself, but it has been really um, slacking, you know, after almost 20 years, it's really kind of, I don't know, but I know that there's a change going to be happening um, with my own career, and I think that's what you were saying, just hold it on there, you know, because I'm like, when is it coming? When is it coming? Because I know it's just like on the brain. It's coming at 12.15. Watch the clock. It's here. Um, It is coming very soon, but hang on, hang on, hang on. That heavy weight that you've built is there for a reason, right? You've really constructed and you've done it. To me, it feels beautifully. You've really constructed something good here. Hang on, hang on, and change is coming for you. I want to just take a quick dip into your physical health. Would you please show some of that compassion to yourself? Right? Mm -hmm. As you're holding up that heavy building that takes a lot out of you, would you please just respect your physical body's limits? And that means sleep and rest and drinking good water and putting good food in there, okay? You you have a tremendous amount of strength. You can push through just about anything. But please just be aware of how this current time is challenging your physical body and take care of yourself. Love yourself. Allow yourself to walk away every once in a while and just laugh your head off. And then you can come back and pick up the building, okay? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep, thank yeah. you so much. Hey, I have a question for you. Can I? May I ask you a question? Sure. Um, when you were speaking, the thing that came up for me was sales. So I wasn't surprised that you were talking about being self-employed uh, and have been doing this for 20 years. Have you done something differently in, in, uh, in the sales arena or are you thinking about doing something differently in the, in, in the way you attract new clients? Um. I don't work for sales. I don't do anything mm-hmm. more or less sales than selling my own self. Um, yeah, and not in that I mean. way. <laughs> but you know, no, but, um, but that is exactly what I meant. Yeah. 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 And um, I about doing something differently, or is that what mm-hmm. you meant? Or yeah, are you? I'm planning on doing something differently. It's just waiting for this an opportunity to happen for it. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I wonder, Karen, if that's the heaviness of the um, waiting. My, my. I beg your pardon. Or of the waiting for it, or. Mhm. Well, one of the things that happens when you hang on, Carla, instead of kind of flailing around or grabbing, is that you are creating an opening for the opportunity to come. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to yeah. sit back and don't do anything. Oh, I'll watch TV for a while, and the opportunity <laughs> will come. What I'm talking about is through your confidence in your structure, through your confidence in the business that you've created. And your own uh, sense of reaching forward, reaching for abundance, reaching for that shift, you are creating an opportunity for that um, new choice to come to you. When it comes, I would guide you to say, please be ready. I feel like you love your business, even though right now it's exhausting, but I feel like you love your business. Spend some time connecting with what it is that you love. Spend some time connecting with how am I going to change things when this opportunity comes up? How am I going to change things? And start to implement those changes now, right? Hang on. Okay, and mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Awesome. Okay, okay. thank you, thank Carla. You. Carla. 
Thank Be back. you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Um, bye-bye. Okay. Karen, uh, let's take a minute, and uh, thank you for doing that. That was awesome. Thank you so much for uh, taking our our callers. For those of you out there that want to connect on the Dr. Pat Show, this is our great, great debut show here. Karen Hager is joining me here today. We have opened up the lines for reading, so please go ahead and uh, give us a shout if you'd like to connect uh, with Karen, if you'd like to get some insight into your life. Karen, take a minute and let's give out some information about you, about your radio show, uh, and about how people can schedule time with you directly. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Um, my little home on the Internet is fogcitypsychic.com, and that's the place to go to find out all kinds of things. I just had new um, photographs taken, and so if you would like to see an enormous picture of my head, that's fogcitypsychic.com is a good place to do that too. Um, I work pri- privately with people from all over the place. I work with people who are in transition, people who are feeling stuck, people who are looking for spirit-led guidance, looking for some to help very gently bring them back into awareness, back into connection with their soul path. And you can find out more about that on the site. The other thing that you'll see right on the front page, I'm teaching a new class that starts this coming Monday, August 12th, called Summer of Love, Healing Ourselves, Healing Our Relationships, and Healing the World. If you are ready to do some work with me in a small group, to start to let go of some of the energetic blocks, to start to let go of some of the past patterns, the past pain so that you can move forward first in relationship with yourself then with others and then in alignment with your soul path to heal the world i would strongly um suggest that you check out that class it's called summer of love right there on the home page at fogcitypsychic.com there's a link that says giveaway if you click that link you can enter to win a chance for a free seat in that class now there's only one day left in the giveaway tomorrow which is wednesday the uh, 7th of august i will be drawing the name of a lucky winner so get in there folks Click the giveaway link at fogcitypsychic.com. The show, the radio show that I do is called Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. You can hear that every Tuesday on Empower Radio. You can hear me every Wednesday on the Transformation Talk Radio Network and the Mighty WBLQ in New England. Um, And that is a show where I invite spiritual teachers, authors, thinkers, people who fascinate the heck out of me to come in for conversation. And we spend an hour together. And my goal with that show, Dr. Pat, is to try to help people connect with new voices, to try to spark something new in them, to try to help people gain new awareness, get new ideas to help them move forward. So that's that's where I am and what I'm doing. I'm busy. When I say it like that, it makes me feel really busy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can get liquid B12 if you need it, you know, to just make sure you're getting the nutrition that you need to get. Liquid B12. There you go. Talk to me All later. Right. Talk to me later. Okay. Karen Hager's in the house, everyone. We've got a Karen, we've got another amazing listener wanting to chat with you on the show today. Uh, hey, everybody, uh, tell us who you are and welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, caller, are you there? Yeah. I'm here. Um, Eileen, my name is. Hi, Eileen. I have a couple of issues and I don't know which one to ask. I just found out I have a heart problem, but I'm also interested in are things getting better money wise? Is there any hope at all, you know? Mm. So Eileen, here's so so here's the thing. It's one question. You're okay, asking well, me one question. Oh, the money. Am I going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? Am I going to make it? 
is there support for me? Is there love for me? Is there hope for me? That's what I would call, Eileen, the question behind your question. Bless your heart, okay? The heart issue and the money issue are connected because when you are in fear, as you are right now, right? When you are in fear, everything's more difficult. It's more difficult for your body to function. It's more difficult for you to attract money to yourself. When I look at, are you going to be okay? The answer is yes, you are absolutely going to be okay. You are seeking out wise medical advice. Now, I was a theater major, okay? Just not a doctor. Don't take medical advice from the theater major. Eileen, it's, it's not a good idea. But what they show me energetically is a lot of the burden on your heart is your burden of sadness, is your burden of fear, is the burden of feeling like left left out, excluded, like you're like you're missing out, okay? Um so as right. we shift your energy go ahead. You are so right. <laughs> okay. Bless your heart. As we as we shift your energy here, Eileen, as we start to maybe help you drop into your heart center. I would ask you, please, to just take a minute. You don't have to do this right now, but you can do it when we get off the off the phone here. Take a minute and just get quiet and put your hand over your heart and just have a few breaths and ask yourself. You can ask it out louder in your head. Just ask, what is it? What is it? What you're doing is you are opening yourself up to divine guidance. You're opening yourself up to your angels. By the way, you have Archangel Michael around you, so hello, Archangel Michael. Strong protection. You've got fear, fear, fear around this heart issue. Fear, 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 and I feel like going in for tests. You need somebody to walk with you. Call on Archangel Michael, please, okay? Strong protector. He doesn't take any nonsense from anybody, okay? So bring Michael in there with you. He's with you now going into these tests that I feel like you're going to have. With money, you're sitting... They want to shock my heart. My heart is out of rhythm. They want to take me in and shock it. That That is something that I feel that you're getting good medical guidance, Eileen, and I feel your fear there. But if you go in and have that done, my sense is that it does help you. It That will bring your heart back to physical rhythm, but I'm talking about also your spiritual rhythm, your energetic rhythm, okay? Right. So get a little bit quiet every day. Give yourself 30 seconds every day to connect with Source. You have a beautiful connection with the Divine, by the way, beautiful intuitive gift with you. You just have been using that kind of for other things, projecting forward in fear, right? Money is tight for you, and my sense is that it continues to be tight. However, you have enough. It's going to be okay. What you need will be provided for you. You're not going to get a yacht or a mansion, Right? You don't win Publishers Clearinghouse. That's okay because I get an email every day telling me that I'm going to win. So I'm sorry, Eileen, but I, I'm actually going to win Publishers Clearinghouse. There's no surprise big thing of money coming, but you're going to be okay. Your needs will be met. All right? My sense is as I run the energy forward for you, Eileen, that three months from now, six months from now, you're going to be in a much better place, not only with your heart, but with your real heart, your spiritual heart, your emotional well being. Is that helpful, Eileen? Absolutely. As long as I know I'm okay, I'll be okay. I'm 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 good. I was you are, what you said. I was you wondering. Will I? You are okay, and you're not alone because see everybody listening to your voice right now and this is whether they're listening live or they're listening to this on the recording everyone listening to your voice right now has just sent you a little bit of energy your way i'm sending you love and prayers i'll bet you any money dr pat sending you love and prayers and that means that you're not hanging out there by yourself anymore now you're connected and that connection is there whether you believe in it or not right 
Yeah, and so you're not by yourself now. Family, but they don't. They're not there for me. You know. I understand. I understand. Bless your heart, all of your heart. Bless your physical heart. Bless your emotional heart. Many blessings to you, Eileen. All right, Eileen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling in. Uh, For those of you out there, um, wow, I mean, that brought tears to my eyes. Eileen, we are all with you. want you to know that. For those of you out there, I just want you to know that um, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By here on Awakening Zone. I want to just tell everybody that Karen Hager is joining me here today. If you want to find out more about me uh, and the Dr. Pat Show, why don't you go to the drpatshow.com, um, and you'll be able to listen to archives. I think I'm up to about uh, how many hours a week am I doing now? Ten? It's about wow. ten? Ten hours? Eleven? 11, Jessica's like 10, 11, <laughs> who, who knows? We lost who knows what the heck that girl's doing? Um, I don't know what I'm doing because it doesn't feel like work. I mean, this is what we were talking about today. I mean, when you get clear about something, it is, it, you know what, uh, GFI, that is it. When you get clear, uh, GFI, go for it. End of the story. GFI, write that down, uh, go for it. Um, Karen Hager's joining us here today. Karen, um we have another caller. I think it would be great to go to the phone. Let's go jump on it right now. All right. Welcome to uh, the Dr. Pat Show. And who are we speaking with? Hi there. My name is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for taking my call. Cool. Hi, Danielle. Have you got a question I can take a look at? Um, I do. Um, I'm also on the sort of what's going on with my career. I feel like I've been in this sort of stagnant place and I would love to go for it. Um, I'm just not sure that I'm, I guess, going in the right direction. So I'm wondering if you see anything in terms of job and career coming out. Um, First of all, I I love your energy. You have a beautiful playfulness. I know you're being all like cool because you're on the radio, but I feel a real, I feel a beautiful playfulness in your energy that I really love. And so I wanted to shine a light light on that for a second. You have that generosity in your energy that I was talking about before that's the real generosity because you're tapped into spirit. When you say you want to go for it, if you're looking for permission, I hereby, Karen Hager, hereby give you, Danielle, permission (laughs) to go for it. You know, right? Your guides are talking to you. You're seeing coincidences. Synchronicities are popping up, right? You know it's time to go for it right? And so the way that you go for it, Danielle, is to step forward in the way that feels good to you. Now, the way that feels good to you may not be easy, but it will be in line with your passion. And as long, this is like what Dr. Pat was just talking about. Sure, you can do 11 hours of radio a day or a week or whatever. If it doesn't feel like work, if it feels like passion, then even if it's not easy, you are in alignment with it. May I ask what your direction is that when you go for it, what will you be doing? So right now I'm actually back in school um, for spiritual psychotherapy. So I still yes. have another year. So I think mm-hmm. my future is somewhat clear in terms of helping others and, um, you know, lots of energy work and sort of lifting people's vibrations and all of that. That to me is relatively clear. Um, I'm sure that will yes. change in a year, but, you know, I, I see that direction. Um, right mm-hmm. now it's, I'm I'm doing marketing and public relations and I yeah. think that I'm in that space for another year just kind of crushes my spirit. Um, oh, but gosh, 
see that's a matter of that's a matter of of your perception. Yeah. You can hold that space, Danielle, you can hold that energetic space. I don't care if you're shoveling manure or sorting chickens <laughs> or working in marketing, right? You can hold yeah. the energetic perception that every moment that you are in that marketing job, you are as aware, as aligned, as tuned in as you can possibly be. Sure, nobody wants to shovel manure or sort chicken parts, and maybe you don't want to be in the marketing job, but for the next year, this is what's supporting you so you can connect more clearly with your passion. Why not start having some of that passion now? Why not start having some of that connection now? Don't put it off for a year. Start to look for that connection, that awareness in your job. See, with you as a spiritual counselor, and I think that's exactly right for you, they're also showing me a lot of jewelry for you. I'm not sure what this means, but they're giving, as soon as you started talking, I have jewelry everywhere. This is beautiful jewelry, but this is like bracelets and earrings and lovely jewelry, so I'm not sure. Does that have any resonance for you? You're surrounded by it. Um, that's so interesting because I'm very plain. Like I don't really huh. love yeah. jewelry, to be honest. I love love it on others, but I don't love it on myself. Um, all right. So two <laughs> so two things. First of all, anything I say that doesn't make sense, you can go. That doesn't make sense, lady, and then you toss it out. I'm wondering if what the jewelry is about is about dressing up your plain existence. Is about dressing up this horrible slog you go through where you go to the marketing job that you don't want to do, but you got to do for the other year so you can do right. Dress it up. Have okay. fun with it. Be present in it, okay? My sense for you at doing spiritual uh, counseling with people exactly right for you. I would not be surprised if your beautiful intuition comes in really handy as you're doing the spiritual counseling work. I would not be surprised if you end up using your gifts a little bit like I'm using mine to connect with people who are in crisis and in your sense in trouble to help them see the way forward. So I think you are on the right path, but I would guide you to go for it now. Start pulling some of that connection, compassion, some of that passion into the work that you're doing now. Does that make sense for you, Danielle? Yep. Yep. That's definitely a better way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. For hey, sure. Danielle, yeah. I want to just yeah, I want to just jump in and say something. You know, we, uh, the, the Dr. Pat show, this our 10th year, I don't know if you heard us say that, and then Transformation Talk Radio. None of us would even be in existence without the amazing work of our marketing team, our sales and marketing team. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to just say that um, they are the folks that, that really do what you do are the backbone of why we're here today. And I don't know if anybody has told you how appreciative they are of what you do. But I will tell you that the arena that you're in, it, it is the difference between whether a show like the Dr. Pat show or Out of the Fog or Transformation Talk Radio, it's the difference between whether anybody knows anything about it or people know about us worldwide. Because the work that you do opens up a door for all of us to take our gifts out in the world. Now, I'm not sure exactly what you do, but it is that gift that you provide, that opening. It's, it's a very special position. And I'll, I have to tell you, uh, Karen, uh, Danielle, I have to tell you, for you to be able to do that and do spiritual counseling at the same time is really beautiful. I mean, there is a marriage there for you that many people don't get to have. And it's how to practice what you're learning in that spiritual counseling program. And, and and use what you're learning in an industry that 
doesn't necessarily always honor that. And I think it's a beautiful place to be. And what Karen said is just brilliant. I mean, it's an incredible opportunity, an incredible opening. But I will tell you that it is a gift. I mean, right now we have job openings for sales on Craigslist, and it's because we're looking for people that do what you do and will help us continue to thrive and grow. And I wanted to just tell you how I appreciate your profession, even though it may not be what you ultimately want to do. You know, you're talking to two people that truly appreciate what you do in life. That's awesome. Like, thank you. I, yeah, I feel complete. I feel like my heart opening up about <laughs> my current job. Yeah, so that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, and I know the the field you're in. It, it, there, there aren't too many times that people will stop to tell you, "Hey, girl." I appreciate the marketing and PR you do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying that uh, Karen and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. much. You bet. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. We do appreciate Danielle. I mean, and I love, you know what I love about this, Karen? Spiritual counseling. When I went back to school uh, in in my program, it wasn't too long ago, it really, when you think about it. You couldn't even say spiritual and counseling in the same sentence without getting thrown out of school. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had the dean of my school see a picture of me on my website when I started in 2003, and and I had just graduated, and uh, he saw me holding two things in my hand, you know, in my palm, standing. He thought they were crystals. The dude was going to blacklist me from the school and from oh. mentoring other students because it was like, what? Now we have come a long way, and thanks to people like you, thanks to the work that you're doing, thanks to all the people listening to shows like this. You know, we've just we just we didn't just lift the veil; we crushed it. And <laughs> that's what we're doing. I want to thank you for joining me here today. I want to take a minute um, and thank all of the folks that are listening to the show, and for those of you that call in. You know, Karen, one of the things that let's talk about clarity for a minute because this is what. I think is happening on the show today. I don't know about you. You know that Fog City psychic thing, mm-hmm. out of the fog. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. I, I think I the fog has been my friend for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it has. But sometimes we have an awakening. I'd love for you to share what that what clarity and awakening have in common uh, for our listeners. Oh my goodness, clarity means it doesn't mean the fog will never come back it will <laughs> but clarity means i see now i see more clearly than i did before i suddenly see or i suddenly am aware of my connection to other people to my soul path to my own healing i see my and i when i'm talking about this i mean for myself I see how the things that I can choose to heal, that if I move through those things, that I can then be a healing force in the world. When I get clear, I'm in connection with all that. And then like all things that happen in our in our human incarnation, we get it clear for about 10 seconds, and then something cool comes on TV or the dog barks or we have to go do something else and we lose it. But we can come back to that over and over and over again. One of the beauties of a spiritual practice is when you have a moment like clarity like that, of clarity like that, you can revisit it every single day. And with practice, your awareness deepens, 
your clarity stays around longer, and that compassion that we were talking about earlier can be for you as well as for other people, can be true compassion, can be true generosity. That's what that clarity means for me. It doesn't mean knowing everything before it happens. It doesn't mean that nothing ever takes you by surprise. It means that you are aware of yourself and your place in the world, and now you can deal with whatever comes up, whether it's a challenge with the job, whether it's frustration, whether it's physical health issues, whatever it is, you can deal with it because now you've got resources. That's why I created Out of the Fog. That's why Fog City Psychic is is there, to try to be that resource. I love it. You know, one of the things, I, I, I want to just take a minute for our debut show here because I think part of this is really understanding why I keep saying yes. Uh, you know, we have this amazing partnership right now, uh, and and what I love about partnership is, you know, part of what we're doing is is getting things into a more expansive way. And Karen, that's what you have done. I want to thank you for joining us here today. Thank you so much. Any last words? Anything you want to share? No, thank you, Dr. Pat. It's always wonderful to be in in conversation with you. Thank you to all the listeners. There's more stuff about me at FogCityPsychic.com. I'd love to give someone a free seat in that healing class. So go to FogCityPsychic.com, click on that giveaway, and start thinking about how you can heal yourselves, heal your relationships, and, and heal the world. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You bet. Uh, and by the way, Karen is going to be doing some filling in for me, uh, and you'll be able to find out when that's going to happen. Just uh, talk to Karen about that and uh, also go to the drpatshow.com. Thank you, Karen. Uh, now, we want to talk a little bit about the Awakening Zone and, and what we're doing and why we're doing it and how we're expanding. And first of all, we want to thank all of the folks that have invited us to play in an amazing arena. And we talked about conscious creation and we're talking about how we take enormous messages out into the world. And, you know, there are people like me. One of the things I love is that I stepped into this arena 10 years ago not really even thinking about doing radio. I, I didn't even know what it was. It was like, what? I dialed the wrong phone number, and it started a, a life for me that I actually had to get clear about and figure out, and I'm really clear about it today. Our mission has never changed. We are here to be in service of anyone that turns on a dial, downloads a podcast, listens to any of us on TTR, on The Awakening Zone, on any of the networks we're on, on the Dr. Pat Show. That's what we do. Um, We want to thank everyone that has invited us to come play in this arena and to do this show here today. Uh, Now, we have someone that I would love to chat with about the show, about what we're doing, about why we're doing it, and about where we're going with it. Vicki, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Dr. Pat. I'm so excited to have you on the Awakening Zone. This is this is just delightful. Well, I, I want to ask you a little bit about the Awakening Zone. I want to ask you about your vision and mission for this. Because, you know, I dialed the wrong phone number. That doesn't mean that I didn't have a conscious intention, right? My intention was to reach a million people in the year that that happened. I put it on my card. I just didn't know this was going to be it. Um, what what do you see as as the vision and how important this this medium is for reaching people? Well, this whole network was started because of a deep compassion for people going through the awakening process. And yeah. it, it, it's not easy. 
it's it's so much easier to just go with the flow, go with mainstream consciousness. But the moment you step out of that river and start striking out on your own path, things start to change. And you, your life can get very, very difficult for a while. And it's it's our passion to provide support for everybody who's going through this tran- transformation. Well, I, I have to tell you that support is, is, is essential. You know, this is really what's kind of cool about this is I – I don't think I told you this, but you know that wrong phone number I dialed was back in 2003 to an Internet-only radio station. Now, I don't know if you can remember, Vicki, a little bit about where we were in 2003. No iPod, right? Yeah. Yeah. And nothing. Yeah, you could hardly wireless. I don't even know. Did we even have wireless? I don't know if we did or not, probably. But, But the point is this. Within 10 minutes, I didn't hang up. Within 10 minutes, I bought my first hour on an internet only radio station no one was listening there <laughs> it, it just it, there real so people say to me you know why did you do it well i don't know it was the right thing to do but it was an awakening of sorts don't you think absolutely there was no accident there no <laughs> that was no, there's accident. no accident here there's no accident here. I want to thank you guys for for really opening up your your home to us. Um, it's really an honor. It's what I love to do. Um, eleven hours of radio. It doesn't. I mean, come on. Most people work forty hours a week. What's eleven hours of radio? Nothing. <laughs> and yet you're just a juggernaut, Doctor Pat. I've, I'm I'm stunned that um, you are able to produce such great quality programming for eleven hours a week. <laughs> And I what have, I want I to ask you about that is, sure. is t- tell me about your interview style. I, I remember the first time that I listened to you <laughs> interview somebody, I was just amazed at your capacity to really get to the core of a matter. How do you prepare for your interviews? Wow. First of all, let me make one comment. Yeah. I have an amazing team of people here. You know, I uh-huh, didn't have a do. team. But I've, yeah, I have an amazing team here. This is, I have to tell you, I show up, but they do the work. I mean, they really do. I am so blessed to have the networks that I'm on. Uh, It it, it really is a blessing because you don't do what we do uh, without this kind of team and help. I mean, today doing this show, Jessica came in early. We sat down. She orchestrated the whole thing. She researched the whole thing. Linda worked on this working with your folks, working with you. I mean, this is how this happens. How do I prepare for it? Here's what I've learned from the very first day. I knew that I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know about radio. I didn't. It was three years into this where someone explained to me that how to go in and out of breaks. And (laughs) I, I, I didn't know it. I didn't know anything about this. But I just showed up. And after a while, and I mean a short while, I just showed up as me. And yeah. one of the things that I discovered is I love talking to you people. I love talking to the people that we bring mm-hmm. on. I love it. I'm on the edge of my seat. So I'm listening. And I'm listening because it's not something that I've ever really had the experience of in my life. I didn't study this. 
But I am mm-hmm. so grateful and curious that every show I do, I'm completely enthralled and fascinated with the folks that I talk with. I read everybody's book. Um, yeah. I, 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 I have a very interesting learning disability, as we call it now. I'm learning different. That's, that's the key phrase now. It used to be when I was growing up, you know, there were other words that they called you. But well, now how are you learning different? I'm learning different, and I've discovered this in my doctoral program when I was almost flunked out my first year because I couldn't do statistics. And oh, yeah. It wasn't that I couldn't do them. My brain didn't put it together, didn't put that because my, my, I'm learning different because I see words. So when oh. I read, I see. When you yeah. speak, I see. And so that's what gets me to be able to get so deeply into the concepts. When I read somebody's book, I see it. Now, if you're in statistics and you're reading a formula, what do you actually see? It doesn't make any sense. No. And so I had a woman from Thailand who said, I'm going to tutor you. And then I tutored her on organizational psychology. So Uh I learned that I had something that was different. Now, Here's what I learned about it. I've always struggled in school. I mean, it's never been easy for me, I'm going to tell you. But once I discovered this, what came to be called a disability became a gift once I got to theory and research, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. all of that is about building models and pictures, and yeah. that's what I excelled at. But I almost point out because I couldn't really put the whole the, the, you know, formulas together. I mean, it was like, what the heck is that? Yeah. And so that, that's, that's, I'm not alone in this. I mean, there are, there are a number of children going up that have this same thing. Now we classify them as ADD. We put them in other places rather than say, how do you see the world? You yeah. know, somebody would have asked me at eight years old, how do you see the world? You know, why mm-hmm. aren't you grasping that one plus one is two? I may have had something else to say about that. You know, if yes. they would have asked me instead of write the story, talk about the story, I would have been much better off. So that that's really what was going on for me and still does to this day. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I heard you say in one of your interviews is that you were homeless at 17 and didn't yes. consider that to be too much of a hardship. I found that quite stunning. Can you tell us more about that? <laughs> Well, think about it. I mean, you know, what does it mean, homeless? One day you're home, and the next day you come home from work. And I work three jobs at a time. And, you know, when Karen was talking about shoveling manure and doing a bunch of things, I said yeah. I did. I sold hot dogs. I actually did shovel manure when I moved to Seattle. I Ooh. went door-to-door selling vinyl siding. But growing up, I cleaned fish, I sold hot dogs, and did whatever I needed to do. But I came yeah. home one day, and I found all my clothes on the front yard. And it was, you know, my folks were like, you can't live here anymore. You're just a crazy person. And honestly, I was. I really was. I mean, you know, I went through a period in time in my life where I really was a crazy person. And so I'm not surprised that my parents did that. I just didn't know what to do with it. The good news is I had just graduated high school. So I was the only one in my family to graduate high school. Wow. Um, and so here I was in my car with my clothes, in my mm. little 
my little my little uh, sixty one. What was that car? Beat Volkswagen beat up Volkswagen thing. Um, a Beetle. But I loved my car. It was a little yeah. red Beetle, right? Yeah. Old school. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So that's where I was, and um, I shared the, the whole story about that on one of the clips that I've done. But I did go to Port Authority, and I did stand in Port Authority, and I did have a baseball cap, and I did ask people for money. I don't have any money. I mean, it was one of the most humbling things I've ever done. Um, I, I, And the only reason I knew how to do it was I've seen other people there doing it. And yeah. I was really struck by the kindness of people. And that kindness of people followed me uh, throughout my life, even to this day. I'm struck mm-hmm. by the people that have showed up in my life and have said yes to either mm-hmm. helping me do something, helping me launch something, or just helping me by sharing wisdom. I've had more angels and mentors um, than I even thought were possible, and I talk about them in a couple mm-hmm. of clips. Wow. Now, what exactly what kind of crazy were you? You said that you were crazy. I mean, <laughs> what did that look like? You you'll have to talk. You'll have to interview me because the the crazy that I was is going to take more than four minutes that we have left on the show. Uh, <laughs> you you have to remember when I was a kid. I mean, I was a kid at a time where there was a revolution going on in the world. Yes. I mean, you know, we're talking about uh, the '60s, huh? Jimi Hendrix. We're talking yes. about, you know, a time when. Uh, love was in the air. I mean, we're talking about one of the most interesting, creative, explosive, and activist moments in, in history. And it was marvelous. So, it was marvelous. But I don't think I was the only crazy person. I grew up on the East Coast. There was a whole bunch of other crazies out there. I mean, I was going to say. I used to go into the village and sit down at the Cafe One, listen to Bob, Bob Dylan. It's Who knew that Bob Dylan would become Bob Dylan? And, yeah. Um, Things like this is really interesting. I'm invited to an event here in the Washington state that's coming up, I don't know when, and one of the musicians is Leon Russell. And nobody oh. knows who Leon Russell is. For you guys out there, Google Leon Russell. So I grew up in a time and an age where rebellion was expected. Yeah. And when you're a young kid and you do that and you live this life, this freestyle life, of of what now is showing up and how it shows up and drugs and alcohol and the whole range of things that were yeah. new. Um, it was a different world. It was a different conversation than what the kids today are going through. It's not that it's better, not that it's more challenging. It's just different. And if we don't start to talk with our kids, our youth, about not just what's different, but what it is that excites them about life, how the difference in the world that they live in today can help them catapult themselves to be outstanding leaders. If we don't begin to have that conversation early on with kids, they are going to grow up feeling, in a sense, that they're not being heard. They're not being understood. Now, for mm-hmm. us, we knew we weren't being heard. We knew we weren't being understood, and that's why I got my butt to Atlantic City and burned my bra. I didn't even understand what that was. But this is really different. Today they do it with technology, and and I think that we have to show some appreciation for our youth. We really do. 
And I don't think I they get it. I don't think they hear it enough. I just don't. I think it's, you know, ah, it's the generation of this and a generation of that. But come on, you know, who's running this show for me? A young person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a talented young person. And I just, I, I just want to say, we need to appreciate people at all ages. And, you know, someday uh, I will talk about what we're not appreciating about our elders and why it's so mm-hmm. important that we also listen and understand the wisdom that they bring forth. There's got to be room for everyone at every age, of every race, of every religion, and of every time in history that we stop and we listen and we hold the best that we can get from them. Yes. Wow. Thank you. I want to thank you for um, inviting us to play. Uh, we're really looking forward to this. It's been an extraordinary uh, time. I want to thank you, Vicki, for uh, the whole team that you have and uh, have made this possible for all of the people out there listening to the show. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on, and we will see you next time right here on The Awakening Zone, The Dr. Pat Show. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.